What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? So, just going to be me tonight. Um, Kev has some travel uh, going on. A businessman, of course. But have no fear. You know, as I mentioned, I used to do the Swami selection. Uh, I used to do the Swami. Um, I used to do the Swami, um, Sunday Night Swami stuff. So, anyway... Let's get to it. So, uh, of course, with the combine going on, we'll talk some Ray J. I'll take your questions on YouTube chat and Sean um, on YouTube chat and then on Twitter uh, if you post in that tweet. So uh, I'll try to keep up with it on the Twitter chat, but uh, it's kind of hard to triple task. But anyway, thanks for tuning in tonight. I wanted to talk tonight mainly just because there's so much stuff going on. And you know what? I didn't want to wait till Sunday because, you know, I think a lot's going to be going on uh, through Sunday. Um, I might uh, I might be able to get a guest on here uh, tonight. Uh, he just texted me back, so. In the middle of the q and I'll answer some. Um, we'll see if he can do it. That'd be cool, but might have to jump on and do the interview tomorrow. Um, all right, so... I'm going to do answer your questions and then we'll see if he, maybe he can jump on. Uh, but anyway, so Sean Garner asked me, I want to talk about Shannon Hawkins, the combine. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit more about Ray J Dennis. So Sean Garner a uh, asked, is Caleb love an option for the Illini? So the answer to that is no, um, for, for multiple reasons. Um, one Illinois is, looking for um, um, Illinois is looking for um, a point guard to lead the team uh, not a turnover machine who shoots 30 35 percent from the field uh, also who shoots 20 percent from deep you know just a very selfish player um, that is not conducive to you know, guys, especially think about this, like a Terrence Shannon, who would want to come back with Reggie, uh, Reggie's <laughs> Caleb Love is your point guard. Okay. North Carolina was happy to get rid of him. Juwan Howard was just desperate because they didn't have anything else. Like a real, you know, a guy, a guy who can score. Okay. 20 points a game, but again, 35% from the field. Just desperate because then you got, you know, you got Doug McDaniel who still young, but, not really a score. And then you got Namari Burnett there at Michigan who is just injury prone. You don't really know what he is. So they needed something. It will not be Ray J Dennis in Michigan. So anybody else has that question on here? Ray J Dennis. It's funny. It's not Utah. It's not Michigan. It's Illinois. Now. Um, so Caleb love sounds like Indiana, but you know, 
if he wanted to be closer to home, Missouri makes a lot of sense for Caleb Love. But have no fear, Illini fans, okay? Have no fear. Caleb Love will be nowhere near. Um, I think we, as, as Illini folk, we're okay with wherever he goes, if it's Indiana or Missouri, because Illinois will be playing both those teams. So we, we want that, you know. We want a, a ball hog who's going to jack up 25 shots a game, who shoots a low percentage. That's what you want, okay? So, yeah, bring them on to one of those two schools. That'd be great. Indiana would be awesome because I think they play Indiana twice. So, yeah, we, I'd be cool with that. Um, so that is the answers your question there, Sean. Any more for you folk on YouTube? Just hit them there. Um, I'll be checking Twitter just to see if anybody else had any other questions. Um, um, in the meantime, I'm going to um, Okay, Sean asks, when will Shannon make his decision? Terrence Shannon mentioned today, if you guys, anyone listened to Andy Katz's uh, interview with him along with some other national media, um, you know, he's going to finish the combine and then talk about his offers, you know. And, and, and as I tweeted tonight, you know, and if you guys have been watching and following along the last month, he wants a guaranteed first round, you know. He wants a guaranteed first round money, you know. So he can come back to Illinois and get seven fifty to a million, probably closer to 800000 it sounds like. But he can have that in his pocket if he comes back to Illinois. He needs that first round guaranteed money, you know, and not even a, a two-way contract because the two-way deal is only 500000 He's going to be making 300000 more at Illinois. He needs that first round contract. So um, I think it's got till the 31st, but it wouldn't shock me if uh, towards the end of next week. Um, yeah. Um, so the shock wouldn't surprise me at the end of next week, you guys, because think about that end of next week, we're looking at the 28th, 29th, something like that. So you got a little bit over a week and a half here. I think things will start to cook for, for Shannon. Um, um that was Sean, and we'll get to Brad, who makes a comment about um, Brandon, Podzimsh, Brandon Podzimski, who did look very good today, you know. And it's interesting because there's a lot of people who have scoffed at, you know, Brandon and his time at Illinois. Like, there's no way he would have been, a very, you know, this good at Illinois. Um, I think – he may not have put up the same numbers, but I think he would have – his game would have popped off more and caught more attention still because if you can ball and play, you can play. But going to Santa Clara I think definitely was good for him because it got to uh, show off his complete skill set. He can create off the dribble. He's a very, very good consistent three-point shooter. Uh, and he's got a nice floater. He's got a nice uh, – you know, medium game, which is important. And he's been well-schooled in that. And you know, the kid's close to Tyler hero. If you don't think, uh, if you don't think that he'd been talking to Tyler hero, um, that, you know, he's been well-schooled and prepared. 
they've got those guys ready to go. So he knew what he needed. I thought it'd be a three-year thing at Illinois where he'd have a chance to be a NBA player. Um, and he's doing it in two. I mean, and really, can you really be anything but happy for him? I mean, he didn't do anything wrong at Illinois. He just really didn't get a chance. You know, and the Illinois staff was torn on him. You know, a couple of them really liked him, and a couple of them didn't. And uh, I think there was some a lot of immaturity that needed to be done amongst with his teammates, but no one ever discredited. Um, no one uh, ever discredited his work ethic and his love for the game and how serious he took it. So it would have been awesome to see him in Illinois, you know, getting to showcase that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. Now let's move on. Uh, for no more questions there to check your Twitter questions here in a second. Shannon Hawkins. Okay. So Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins have both been at the Combine in Chicago, and they've been, you know, doing their thing and trying to move on. And as I mentioned with the decision for Terrence Shannon, to me it looks like while Shannon tested well, he did test way better than he did two years ago. But also they're not – you're not just going to get a first round draft pick because let's say you have a 37 and a half, 38 inch vertical, or you made 15 of 25 threes, which wasn't that great to be honest with you standing still or how quick you can run your, the shuttle. Um, so he did test well though, but everybody knows that about Terrence Shannon. He um, has all the physical tools and attributes to be an NBA player, he's nearly six seven, you know, strong on the shoulders. He's elite quickness, and that's great. But it's how does that translate in the game? Because I think you in the five on five with Shannon, the, the clips that I saw and the moments that I was watching, he looked pretty similar to the guy at Illinois, which isn't bad. I mean, all Big Ten. I think he comes back next year. He's going to be possible first. You know. I think a second team all American, I think is a very good chance of that, but he's good enough to possibly try to make first team all American, but let's not, I'm not going to bad mouth his game. I mean, he's, I think he's a top 40 to 45 player in the draft, but again, that's not where he wants to be financially. So that's what's crazy is like, you know, me and Kevin have been talking about it with NIL, a guy making $500,000, you think a two-way contract, let's leave. He's going to be making more than that at Illinois next year. So um, I do know he's dead set on trying to – he wants to stay in the draft, meet as many teams as possible, continue to put his best foot forward. I think he needs to show a lot more consistency on his threes. Obviously, that's a big – it's a big thing. Today, airballed another one. You know, he airballs a lot of threes. <clears throat> he makes some too, but – he airballed one and then he missed one just terribly. So 
again, a couple just so bad off that looked like maybe, you know, you, you don't, from really good shooters, you don't see that a lot. So there's a lot of erratic stuff there. But you know he's elite in transition and finishing around the rim. But he gets by guys, but then he's just wild and loses the ball, turns it over, or forces things. He has to improve that. If, if you could showcase that at the NBA Combine, I think he could have helped himself a lot more to push himself maybe to near a, a late first-round type of pick. But from what I watched today, he looked pretty similar to the guy we saw this year who many have had, you know, inside the around the top 40. I don't think he what he did today made anybody go, man, we were wrong about what we thought about Terrence Shannon. Yeah, he's a really, really good basketball player with really, really – you know, crazy freak-like athleticism and speed. I mean, great, but I don't think we've seen anything so far that says top 25 pick. So does that mean, you know, I don't want the best for him? You know, sure, I hope I hope he gets picked in the first round for himself. You want to see those guys um, thrive and, and be their best self and, and, and get the opportunities they want. But I'm not just going to come on here and say those things if I don't think it's true or for I'm not hearing that uh, it's true. So um, <clears throat> looks like I don't see anything on Twitter. Let's see if any any questions on? Nope. So um, again, and I appreciate uh, we'll get to we're going to get to Coleman Hawkins next. Um, Appreciate, though, all you guys who follow along the Apple Podcasts, you guys who have been subscribing, listening. That's been awesome. Um, even the ones on Spotify, we appreciate you, too. Uh, definitely. Um, and the, all you, everybody who's been subscribing on YouTube, we appreciate you. Everybody who follows along here on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> Matt, any news on a big transfer? Yeah, I mean, I've already mentioned uh, Adrame Dionge from Washington State. <clears throat> who Illinois recruited out of high school the first time. And remember, I mentioned that a few nights ago. I think it was Sunday night with Kevin. Seven-foot, former top 50 big man from Arizona Compass who played with Ty Ty Washington, um, who really good athlete, very good defender, shot blocker, rebounder, you know, is raw offensively, but uh, definitely something that Illinois would want a rim protector um, and I think it's looking more and more like that, that they would want a big because if Hawkins does not come back, Illinois definitely needs a big. Um, and I've mentioned um, Mark McCoy. It's, I think it's – I'm, I'm going to say Missouri, but, you know, people who say they have a bunch of sources are saying Indiana, so we'll see. But I think it's going to be Missouri over Indiana. But one of those two, it sounds like that's that's what's up. Um, but back to Adrian Adrame Dionge. Again, look him up, man. He's got seven foot long arms. You know, I think he'd be a perfect guy to match with Dane Danger, splitting some time. And and let's say Danger's struggling or he's not his his hook, his left hand hook's not falling. You can just put Dionge in there. If you're needing a rim protector, somebody who's gonna run the run the floor, super athletic give you some garbage buckets, block shots, and let your offense and, and guys go to work. So per, personally, I think I would love that. You need a big like that. Um, he, he's an athletic specimen for sure. 
at seven foot. Again, the staff recruited him out of high school, so this is there's a lot of familiarity there. Let's see. Yeah, so a lot of people asking me about Ray J, and you're welcome. You're welcome, C. Miller. Um, Ray J. Dennis is finishing up his visits, um, and the reason why he went to Utah and maybe some of these other places is because they're getting some money to sh go go to these visits. I'm not saying it's like big. I'm not saying it's like big time money, like you know, hundred grand or something like that, but. These guys are getting, I'd say, between ten and twenty thousand dollars just to go visit a school, you know, and that's become a thing now. So, I think it was more, um, I think it was more of like, let me get some money in my pockets before I head to Illinois and sign that big and sign some nil money, get as much money as I can. Can't really blame them either. Um, no, everybody asking me. I've, I've said this earlier, guys. For the ones that missed this, Caleb Love leaving Michigan has zero to do with Ray J. Dennis. Okay, Caleb Love, Ray J. Dennis only visited Michigan because they knew there was going to be some transcript issues with Caleb Love. So Ray J. Dennis was it was a Michigan thing. It was like a favor. I think something may have been already been preordained or met, and he got paid to go there. He got paid to go to Utah. Got some money for Baylor as well. Um, so that's what's going on with that. And no, JB Den uh, Ray J. Dennis is anything but a lock to Baylor. Illinois has been leading and has led with him, has led for him for months. So, uh, again, the Tim Anderson connection to Illinois, I've never changed that my thought on that. Um, and nothing's changing because. Illinois needs a point guard bad. They have the NIL money, a nice chunk for him. Plus, it's close to home, and they've got players that can make it happen to, you know, make a run in the tournament. Illinois has everything that he could want. And, you know, Illinois' visit was great. And I know the family, from what I was told, uh, loved it and saw everything that could uh... – yes, so – Today was the last day you could do visits until uh, Memorial Day. And at that point, we're hitting June and kids are going to be already getting set in schools. He's not taking any more visits. It's decision time. I would be shocked if he has not made his announcement um, by the middle of next week. So I'm thinking... I'm thinking maybe Wednesday or Thursday of next week. You should hear that. So, again, Caleb Love to Missouri or Indiana and has nothing to do with Ray J. Dennis, no hurting. I don't see anyone getting Ray J. Dennis from Illinois. I just don't, you guys. Okay? Um, you know, I think let, let the I'm going to let the AAU season continue on before there's some more 2024 hype and buzz. Um, you know, the staff's been, uh, the staff's been out recruiting and even in different countries, it sounds like. So, um, more names are going to appear as this, as this summer hits. So we'll be talking more about this too, into May and June. 
So hang tight. But I'm trying to focus more on the transfer portal season. Is this last two three? This last two weeks is really hot right now. So, um, so Ray J by the middle of next week. <clears throat> um, I don't know, man. If Goody and Demosk, I think they'll battle it out for a spot. To be honest with you. So, and again, thanks for asking your questions on Twitter and. YouTube, let's see what else we got here. Combine, I'm pretty sure ends towards the end of this week. I, I think it might be this weekend. Don't it might even be early next week, but I know it's not gonna be last until um, the end of May. And yes, there is uh so, as I mentioned, when do you see Ray J committing? By the middle of next week, everybody. So, any other combine guys that they... And, you know, there are other guys in the combine who it sounds like will drop out eventually. Let's say Shannon and Hawkins both stay in, which I'm going to give a 10% chance of that. I've already told you guys. 99% sure that Shannon, one of Shannon and Hawkins comes back. And a, a chance of both could, but I, I'm heavy, heavy on Shannon coming back right now. But there will be um, – there will be some other grad transfers who are at the combine who'll drop out. Who it's let's say Shannon and Hawkins, and the slim chance they both um, they both stay. Um, don't see it very highly, but um, there'll be kids and they'll push for somebody there. Yeah, you, know, you got to. You can't just sit back on your on your thumbs. That's not going to get anybody anywhere. Um, and no, Jalen Coleman lands used all seven years of his eligibility a year ago when he, the Kansas won the national championship like 13 months ago. Yeah, I mean Keith Randolph threw out the first pitch tonight at uh, the Cardinals game, and then they beat, they took the series from the Brewers. The Cardinals are kicking butt right now. I mean, I was I was done watching them for a while because 10 and 24 is uh, you know woof. Now let's get to Hawkins at the combine. I think most people knew his athleticism wasn't the same as Terrence Shannon's, and we saw that. But you know, the, the little disappointed in the, you know, the vertical where you could move. I mean, Io had a thirty-two inch vertical too. I think standing, but it looked like Coleman's vert moving was thirty-two. So with some with some speed, you know that that's a little weird. It's like all that time you're there with Fletch. You know, Fletch always got it. <clears throat> Fletch always had guys up and amped up and, and ready and, and improved. But Io's athleticism wasn't really great when he came <clears throat> when he came out of high school. So that's not surprising. Um, Coleman shot it okay in the drills, <clears throat> but then in five on five, you know, um, again. I think he did enough with his playmaking ability and passing skill with his skill set at 6'11 that he's going to get drafted in the second round. I don't think it's going to be between 30 and 40, but I think he'll leave if it's between 40 and 50 and he knows he can get 
uh, some sort of two-way contract to make you know at least five hundred thousand dollars next year, and where he feels like he can make a team. <coughs> Doesn't sound like Illinois has as big of an NIL package for Hawkins. I'm hoping this makes sense for some people. You know, you might say, well, why? Would he not stay if he can make more at Illinois next year than if he goes to the combine or or a two-way contract? Well, because he won't be making more at Illinois next year. That's the big difference. Shannon is higher up on the priority pecking order financially. It just is what it is. And as much as Hawkins might want to say or feel like he deserves more, Shannon was a first-team all-Big Ten player and uh, – Hawkins was an honorable mention, maybe. So not even second or third team. You got to know where your place is on the team. And I think financially that's where the money is. I think Shannon made himself money, definitely made himself money being first team all Big Ten because when you're one of the top five players in the league, you you get paid accordingly. And when you're one of the top 100 players in the league, you get paid accordingly. Uh, But I think Hawkins has the talent to be on his senior year to make a second or a third team. He does. That's on him if he wants to come back and do that. I just think he's not – I just don't think he wants to come back and chance having just an average season or maybe just a a good season because is that going to propel him in his pro career? You know, I don't really think it will. Um, So I don't want to keep you guys on all on here forever, but, man, I got a player on here who – a recruit who was supposed to join me earlier the night and he's texting me and apologizing. And he's like, I can do it in like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. So if you guys have any more questions, I'll try to answer those. Maybe I could get him to jump on for a moment. We'll see. Let's go. <clears throat> so we'll see how that works out for, we'll see how that works out for Shia. Hawkins, but uh, so again, I think Shannon's staying. Hawkins more likely leaving, um, and yeah. So, um, any thoughts on the new Illinois football uniforms? Um, you know what? I've been noticing a lot of cursive lettering, and they've been slowly hinting at that. So, I think the helmets could be because cursive helmet. The Illini or Illinois used to have cursive handwriting on. I'm trying to think what decade it was. It was either 70s or 80s. I think there might be some cursive handwriting coming back. Um, So, which would be interesting. I think it'll be neat. I think going to bring some more traditional, you know, block uh, along the pants, maybe from the Kittner and Turner era. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but anything better than what the Lovey rebrand was, I got to be honest, but wasn't, wasn't a fan of that at all. <clears throat> see what we got on here. Yeah. Hey, what's up? A black. Um, I'm going to answer a black first about the fall in the women's team and all their additions. And then I'm going to answer Brad from Twitter. So, Anthony, I think it's Anthony Black. Sorry if it's Arnold. My bad. Um, <clears throat> Illinois women's basketball, I think, is, you know, finished, I think, sixth or seventh in the Big Ten last year, made their first tournament in over two decades. 
um, just so much growth and impressive, uh, you know, season and impressive, impressive coaching, even impressive recruiting, getting those players to follow her from, you know, shoot pill to follow her from Dayton with Makira Cook and adding Genesis Bryant from North Carolina State. Super impressive the way she coached up the, you know, Bostick and Adelia McKenzie from the previous staff. Um, and just being so shorthanded in the post, just kind of making things work. I know they added Giovanna Lopez, the Brazilian grad transfer, who hadn't really played that high a level before. So you didn't really have a lot there. Um, but <clears throat> I got to be honest, when a, a player, a solid, a solid, a good player like Jayla Odin's leaving, because there ain't going to be no playing time, because Makira Cook. <laughs> And uh, Genesis Bryant are adding four and five stars to their side and in the post. And now Kendall Bostick doesn't have to do everything. Kendall Bostick's going to have some help. Not only does she have, you know, six, four star bigs coming in, freshmen, six, five, six, five. Then you get, you know, a five star recruit from Duke, six, three and a half, you know, an inch or two taller than her as it is. So a lot, a lot going on, a lot to be impressed with, a lot to be happy about. I think Illinois women are going to stay in the top 25, top 15 to 25 all next season. I think they're going to have a chance to, you know, finish as a top 16 team who's going to, you know, maybe have a chance to host a regional next year. And I don't think that's too crazy to say when I think they were underseeded last year as it is. Yes, they lost the playing game to Mississippi State. But Mississippi State also beat up on Creighton, who was the sixth seed. Um, so, yeah, um, super impressed with that. You got to love Shauna Green and staff and her calamity McIntyre, her awesome assistants. I'll go ahead and answer this real quick. All right. Um, I'm thinking, you know, speaking of football recruit, I know a lot of people might have jumped off here, but I'm thinking about having uh, Demetrius Demetrius Hill join me. Um, so who's the next football recruit? Demetrius John and Carlos Orr are two names to be watching out for. Hold on one second. Okay, it's your bedtime. It's your bedtime, bud. Anyway, so Demetrius Orr, sorry, Demetrius John and Carlos Orr are the next two. And I think there's a couple others. Makai Coutinho, who's from Jersey, who's really close with Sabor Kareem, is uh, one to be watching as well over June. But some huge, huge June official visits. Um <coughs> Wiggins is one who just visited from Coffeyville Community College, 
who was on the visit with Demetrius Hill. And it uh, looks like Penn State just offered him. So I think Illinois was in good shape with him, but we'll see. You know, you got to beat out Penn State. So that's not easy. But I think this staff can do it, especially with uh, with this uh, with this offensive line staff and Bielema. And it's uh, – yeah. So I'm adding Demetrius Hill to this, you guys, so. You got you guys lucky you stayed on with me late night. Got him in, so let's get her done. So hang tight with me. We're gonna add him. I'm gonna email him right now. Look at that in the middle of a podcast. All right, so we'll see if he joins here. <clears throat> but anyway, thanks for still tuning in. Demetrius, he'll be joining here any minute. Hope I've answered all your guys' questions and uh, over the last mm, thirty-four minutes. It's not been that long of an episode tonight. So, I know maybe some of the dead silence may not be sexy, but hey, it is what it is, man. Gonna get, gonna get her done, get him on here, and that's why we do this, right? I think it's pretty good free entertainment. It's a value, no doubt. And before people say something, yeah, I know it's like 11 o'clock East Coast time, but Demetrius Hill was wanting to jump on and join, so... uh, he messaged me and apologized and said, "Hey, I, I can I can get on." So, <clears throat> all right. So, let's see Q and A here. We're all good.
I'll be getting on here any second. I sent him the link. Again, thanks for uh, subscribing on YouTube. For subscribing on Apple Podcasts and all the follows and stuff on Twitter. We appreciate it. And I wish Kev could have joined tonight. I know Kevin. Kevin really wanted to. Uh, Kevin really wanted to be on tonight, but he was flying from Arizona back home, and you know couldn't make it. So. We'll see here. Demetrius said, you know, he wanted to do tomorrow, but we'll see if he can, if he. I'm, I'm telling him, come on. So you guys are staying up, wanting to watch. So, and more importantly, I know you'll get to hear it tomorrow if if he does. But if not, he'll jump on tomorrow. All right, here we go. Let's do it. <clears throat> well, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for jumping on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, um, I know it's a little late, but so <laughs> if uh, overall good things happen, but uh, thanks for jumping on. I kind of told him that you were going to come on, so so the people who are, who are staying on watching or expect we're expecting that. But anyway, um, so Demetrius. Um, had a lot of people asking me different things, you know, I've told them to ask some questions, but I wanted basically to, you know, get your, your thought process just instead of over text. But how did the whole process work with, um, you hit the portal from FIU after a very good year, you know, first, uh, freshman, all American, did Illinois contact you like immediately? Like how did that whole thing work? Because obviously that's, they wanted you or if, if you know you got you hit the portal and then they boom they 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 go, come after you how did the whole process with illinois work um so illinois didn't hit me up immediately i guess like when i got off by another um big 10 school that's when they came out to me like midway so wow. i told- so so, th- so they got so they got lucky then though <laughs> yeah. no uh not and that's, like- that's only a joke because when you see how many players are putting in the league with the secondary, yeah. that that had to st- st- did that have to stand out for you when you kind of saw the NFL draft? Oh yeah, definitely stood out. The production of DBs and everything that just stood out to me and my family. Um, so um, that which in Illinois' favor, I got to be honest. In the past, if Illinois had offered you know a, a player of your caliber midway after other schools, there was no way they would have come to Illinois. Yeah. But the the production and consistency you know i mean i don't know if you know maybe they told you but you know nate hobbs three years ago got drafted by the raiders uh last year kirby joseph drafted by the lions and then boom three secondary players from last year's team 
So that's five players in the last three years have been drafted from Illinois in the secondary. Um, so when you came to Illinois, obviously the production for the NFL matters, but you had to, of course, like what you saw in Champaign, right? You could, you weren't just going to come to Illinois because of that. Yeah, Champaign is a nice, is a nice city. Is it's definitely different because like I never really, I travel out of Miami, but like it'll be like for away games, like seven on seven, like back then. But I never like looked over a city like over my tour. Actually, took me around the city, showed me a few things, a few spots, and I, I actually liked it. I thought yeah. I liked it. like, I live in Miami. Miami is like the city. Oh, yeah. Everybody, but I like but, the environment change would be good for me. Um. Yeah. I mean, you'll be here maybe a year or two. You'll be, you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. More importantly, here's my question. Here's another one. Um. What do you think of the Smith Center? Their football performance. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I like. I was there for two days. And I'm like, this facility is huge. But I'm going to know my way around the facility tomorrow when I come back. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go this way. But you'll think you go one way, but it ends up into a meter room or to the weight room. It's just like, it's huge, but it's really nice. Really, really, really nice. I haven't even seen all of it. I've seen some of it. But just so we were able to see the bowling alley. Yeah, I actually seen that. But I didn't, I didn't play bowling. I'm not good at bowling. I wasn't going to embarrass myself. I played uh. And they got putt putt golf on the top floor too. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's yeah, really so it's that's been a real been a real positive for the program that thing because a lot of schools don't have anything that nice. I mean, from what you've seen, where would you would you rank that up there in the middle, the top? Like from what you've seen, uh, definitely like the patio, definitely like push them number one. Like that, I never seen a patio with like a mini golf course on at any facility. Oh man, okay, that's nice. Um, so we talked a little bit. Um, Reggie Love, Illinois' junior running back, who um, looks like he's going to be primed to be a big player on this season's team. How did you guys get along, and, you know, how was he as a host? Uh, he was a really good host, man. I just asked him, like, really honest questions, like, how is this place? What's it like being up here? Like, what do you do on the weekends? What are you doing on the weekdays? How is it like? How is this environment coming from a different state? Like, how, how would you fit in? How did you adjust? Like, I was asking, like, real questions. He was being honest with me. He was like, some things he didn't like, some things he did like. I'm like, okay, that's real. And I asked the coaches the same questions, and I heard the same kind of the same responses. So I know he was giving me an honest response. Um, and with um, the, the, the coaches, uh, I was told, so defensive coordinator uh, Aaron Henry, who's a Florida guy, right? Yeah. Um, is, is he – It was was it Finellis and – Henry were the big connections, or I, I heard Kevin Richardson did a great job. Yeah, that guy. That's that guy. Me and almost became best friends on the visit. That's that guy's is a great guy. I want to give him a shout out because you know he doesn't get he doesn't get much love, but Aaron Henry literally told my guy Kevin, who's my co-host, he couldn't be on tonight, but he goes, "You better mention Kevin Richardson." Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, so so that's a big shout out. Um, but how is it? You know, I know different schools have coaches who've played, but Illinois has their defensive coordinator, now your DB coach. Um, both were, you know, Rose Bowl, you know, all Big Ten type defensive backs. Does that breed, you know, more confidence or you're like, I'm, I'm playing for guys who've been in it, who've played at a high level, who've won. Does that stuff matter to you? Yeah, it matters to me, but, like, even the stuff on the field they did and off the field, like they all the coaches have great 
that's as well. And like, I'm just not a football player. School is a more important thing and that. Football in school overall makes them like an even better coach. It makes you stand out even more. They don't care just about football. They're talking about the academics and says much more about their life. Now, with that being said, family is the slogan. Yeah. Did it, did it genuinely feel like a family when you were there? Honestly, it did feel like a family. Like, I never seen my parents interact with other people, like, in my face so much. Like, my dad was having vivid conversations with the coaches. My mom was even against My mom doesn't even know about football. But she, I got back. We got back to Miami. She was telling me things I never knew she knew. But she was like, oh, I learned it in Illinois. Like, that's just, like, every day, just, like, like every hour just, like, felt more, like, family-oriented. Like, there's that, like, actually, like, me. That family word, the two L's, means something mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that as much as, you know, some of these places, and even at, for Illinois, when you see sometimes the hashtags, you're like, okay, it's catchy. They're trying to come up with something special. It sounds like it's a real thing, so that's important. Yeah. Um, now, with you with on the field, uh, with your success you had at FIU, where what does the, did the staff love and where they felt like, hey, man, we got to have you? Is it – what was the biggest factor for them where they said, hey, man, we got to have you? Um, I like being around the ball. I like either tackle and pass breakups and deceptions. But they was also they also like they told me I'm a really great player, but they could take my game to the next level, and that's what really stood out. But like even their production rate, like, okay, they showed me like how a player played like, like a year before they got there to the, when he, when they got there. It's like that's a huge improvement. Like they showed me the drills that I can work on to improve my craft and everything. So just – so I, I had a great season, but I, I told him I had a great season, but I have a lot to work on. I have an even better season. Definitely. I mean, I think everybody would agree. And you, your best is yet to come. Yeah. I mean, that's what Coach Bielema says, right? The best is yet to come. Um, so when you come to Illinois, um, what do you, you know, what are you wanting to, you know, study and do? You know, Illinois is a great place to get your education, too. Yeah. What do you want to focus on? Um, well, I started off sports management here, so I'm just going to take my talents up there and finish off with sports management. I'm a minor in finance. Okay. You're going to take your talents from South Beach up to Champaign, right? The LeBron way. Um, okay. The location. Um, so when do, when do you report uh, to Champaign? Uh, I had, they haven't gave me an exact date yet. I'm, still, I'm actually still waiting on that because I just okay. did my – get approved into the school and everything. So once that goes through, it takes a few days or maybe a week at the most, and I'll have everything set and final when I go up there. All right. Well, hey, man, I know you were busy tonight, and, uh, you know, you had a lot going on. I appreciate you joining me. Are you going to try to help do some recruiting, maybe finish up the portal season here? Yeah. I'm doing I'm working. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so that I appreciate your time, man. Uh, have a good rest of your night, and thanks for joining me. Appreciate it, y'all. All right. Thanks, man. That was Demetrius Hill, Illinois' latest, maybe greatest addition to the team. Illinois' defense is going to be ferocious, going to be nasty, and uh, he is a cherry on top of a of a, a nice dessert because Illinois, you know, needed to have another piece, you know, that where you could feel like a guy who's played, and you uh, you didn't want to just throw just a freshman there who hadn't have any game experience. Yes, he played. He's a sophomore, but he had played in big games. He made big plays. And, uh, you know, you, you want a guy who can make plays in the box, kind of like Sidney Brown, and has speed to break up plays, you know, deep. Um, so 
great athlete, long. That's that's one thing the staff loves: long, athletic, secondary. Um, <clears throat> six one, six two, to six four. They all rangy and long and athletic. And uh, man, so what a, an addition to Illinois season next year. So that's awesome having him. That's going to do it for me tonight. Q and A tonight on keeping it orange and blue. And I hope I didn't disappoint by finishing off with Demetrius Hill. I try to do my best for you guys. I try to do my best. That's why you follow me, though. That's just that's what I do. So uh, with that being said, ILL, I and I have no fear. Ray J. Dennis will be near. Swami out.